Welcome to the podcast, Move Forth with Grace. We will be reading the whole Bible in the year 2024. This is such a perfect way to get into God's Word each day and to develop your own relationship with God our Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. I am your host, Angela, and want to first of all say that I am not an expert in theology or church history or a minister, and I never will claim to be. I'm a wife and mother who has been reborn and want to be of service to God in gratitude for calling me back home. Welcome to the podcast. The Bible that I will be reading from is the One Year Bible. It's a New Living Translation, and you can find one at the bottom of the show description in the link or at www.tendale.com. This episode is brought to you by the Move Forth brand. It encompasses freedom, health, and God's grace. We are created in God's image perfectly and fearfully and wonderfully. There is nothing that we need to do to earn His grace. He simply gives it to us. I am certified in health and life coaching. However, I no longer practice, and but I do have health tips, resources, products that I love and use, and homeschool tips, and merchandise available on my website, and that is www.move-forth.com. One of my favorite products that I use um, that is featured on my website as well, and I use them each day, are stem cell activation patches. Stem cell therapy can be very costly and can produce results that are short-lived, which is why these patches are so brilliant, and they are not considered to be stem cell therapy. They actually activate our own body's production of stem cells and support our health and well-being, all while optimizing our immune system. You can absolutely check those out on my website as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for becoming less like you and more like Jesus, may you move forth with grace today. Really quick, I came across a great reminder today um, from a fellow believer. And as we we do this, read the Bible in a year together, um, I would highly recommend, and this is what ended up happening for me in 2022, because I was just like, I want to know, like, what does this mean? What am I reading? I don't even know. And so I want you to also like if you you know take the time to to study some of this if if you can. Uh highly recommend it because if we're just kind of doing this um to check it off each day, it loses its meaning and God's word is so important. And so I want to really make it clear to you that this is not something that you're doing in order to say, "Oh, I actually did this." Okay? It's really to build your relationship with God. It's to go on a journey, right? It's to learn something new, many things actually new, but just simply reading and just kind of, okay, that's done. Um, that's not going to, um, I guess for lack of a better phrase, do it for you, okay? So let God's word come into your life, into your heart, And another great thing to do is pray before you read and pray afterwards, like we do here. Um, and, and just ask what, what it is that God wants you to know more of. And I'm going to hopefully be able to share some things that I've learned through incredible teachers, um, after we read each day, just so that I can kind of say, Hey, here's this and go look at it, go, go research it if it calls to you. Um, but I just wanted to um, just share that because it really was powerful for me to be like, oh, wow, you know, that is so important that we understand that, that this is not just check off a resolution for the year. Like this is actually um, learning 
and studying and getting to know who God is and (laughs) how much he loves us. So thank you for that little moment to share here. So today we are going to be reading Genesis 5, 1 through 7, 24. We will be also reading Matthew 3, uh, 7 through 4, 11, Psalm 3, 1 through 8, and Proverbs 1, 10 through 19. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, he made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years, and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalel. After the birth of Mahalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalel lived 895 years, and then he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Then the people began to multiply on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. 
The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am so sorry I ever made them, but Noah found favor with the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive, and be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all the people of the earth I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for forty days and forty nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created." So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all of the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice, and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the seventh day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives, with them in the boat, There were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat representing every living thing that breathes. 
a male and female of each kind, entered just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth. Rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks, all the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat, and the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. Matthew 3, 7 through 4, 11. But when he, John the Baptist, saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptize, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the Scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the son of God, jump off, for the scriptures say, He will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, 
For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Psalm 3, 1 through 8, a psalm of David regarding the time David fled from his son Absalom. O Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me, so many are saying God will never rescue him. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of ten thousand enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people. Proverbs 1, 10 through 19. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone. Just for fun, let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw in your lot with us. We'll all share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. And that concludes our readings for today. I am so excited to share a little something with you all here. And it is from one of my favorite Bible teachers who I've already mentioned, Dr. Chuck Missler. So I'm going over to khouse.org right now, and I will include the link um, for you to go and further check it out if this is something that interests you. Uh, This was one of those just like, whoa, moments for me uh, in one of his teachings, and I must share it. So we went through a lot of names in Genesis 5, didn't we? So um, one of the other really cool things too is, let's see, is Enoch. And he was one of the three that were taken up. Uh, so Enoch, um, Elijah, and Jesus. And so I just always thought that was really cool too. But let's go ahead and go through the Hebrew meaning of each of these names and you're going to be blown away. Ready? Adam means man. Seth means appointed. Enosh means mortal. Kenan means sorrow. Mahalel means the blessed God. Jared means shall come down. Enoch means teaching. Methuselah means his death shall bring. Lamech means the despairing. And Noah means rest or comfort. So what that ends up saying is man is is man appointed mortal sorrow and the blessed God shall come down teaching that his death shall bring the despairing rest or comfort. Y'all in the, these names, it is pointing to Jesus. (laughs) Isn't that wild? 
the gospel is right here. So please go and check that out further. You can study that. Um, there's just a, it goes to a, a short article about it. It's mind blowing. Let's see. Um, and then I love John the Baptist. Just his mission was totally to be born to say, Hey, you know, yeah, you might think that I'm it, but I'm not it. Like I'm absolutely not it. Jesus is totally it. And just describing, um, you know, what he's baptizing with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And, you know, when Jesus comes back the next time, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be pretty folks. It's, it's really not. And I think a lot of people get a little confused about that or don't even know, um, what that is, but the book of revelation lays it out very clearly, um, what, uh, what that will be like. And then I love also the 40 days of the flood, 40 days, 40 nights. And then Jesus was also tempted by the devil, 40 days, 40 nights. So there is a, you know, just a, um, coincidence there, not really a coincidence. I I'm forgetting the word that I'm looking for, but it's intentional. Actually, uh, it's intentional that those were both used, um, for those certain times. Um, and I love it when Jesus is like, get out of here, Satan. Like, re- please remember that. Like we are tempted by Satan all the time because we have the Holy spirit as believers. We have the Holy spirit inside of us. And Satan is always looking for a way to get into our minds. That is, that is the way that he gets in, into our lives is through our thoughts. And so, um, just know that. And I I know I say it a lot, get behind me in the, Satan, get behind me in the name of Jesus. I say that a lot with like when my thoughts are kind of just all over the place. And if I'm worried, that's usually when my thoughts are all over the place. I worry about what might happen in the future. And, you know, maybe some of you focus on the past. If, if your past keeps coming to haunt you or like me, if you're worried about what if, what if, what if, what's going to happen, then you just have to say, Satan, get behind me in the name of Jesus. I need to be right here today, focused on what is in front of me and enjoying the many blessings, the grace and mercy, the gift of your son, Jesus, and I need to be right here. So there's that for you folks. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together today. Thank you for everyone who is here and participating with me on this podcast. And I just pray that you would bless each and every one of them as they go on this journey this year and as they open up their hearts to studying more and to learning more about who you are, Father. You you love us so very much and you give us everything that we need to walk a a righteous, meaning walk a right path with you. You you teach us, you guide us, you correct us when we need it, and you give us your grace and your mercy each and every day. You protect us and our families. And you have given us the greatest gift of all through sending your son, Jesus, to die for all of us, to save us from sin and death. Father, you are our everything. And we just pray that we can have the the strength and the endurance and the motivation to learn and to, to understand and to open up to the possibility of renewing our minds and transforming our hearts this year, Father. That's what we pray for. We pray to become closer to you through your son, Jesus. 
And we just thank you. We thank you for all your blessings upon blessings in our lives. We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for joining me, for being here, for doing this, for getting into God's word each day, for opening up your heart and your mind to a life filled with God's blessings. I'm so excited for you. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.